Welcome, everybody. My name is Carl Carafel, alongside the curator of topics, and this is Turnbuckle Talk. Yeah, man, it feels like it's been forever since you and I have sat down and just chatted head to head with uh, about wrestling because it's it's been a really really busy week. I know it's just it's just been a week that's gone by, but just like it feels like forever since some of the stuff has unfolded and we finally get to talk about it. There is so much that has happened over this past weekend, including the Friday, because it's, well, for most people, the beginning of their weekend. My God, there is just so much to talk about. Um, as you, you can see there, returns and excitement, 100%. I've said it before, I'll say it again. It is a good time to be a professional wrestling fan no matter if you're watching the wwe aew ring of honor impact wrestling nwa wrestling or any independent promotion out there and you know what even new japan pro wrestling because they have been putting out some banging stuff as well my goodness let's let's talk about joe this the biggest, the biggest thing, the thing that literally broke internet websites. Yeah. We're talking AEW Rampage happening from Chicago, Illinois, where, yes, you are hearing this correctly. CM Punk has made a return to the world of professional wrestling and is with All Elite wrestling mighty joe give me your initial thoughts on this because i know we've talked a little bit about this before but now that it's actually come to fruition give me your thoughts dude like i could spend probably the next entire hour uh on this but i will try and short it down if i can uh going into this i mean on here and other platforms i've been on i think i not necessarily being really vocal about it is the right way to say it, but I was maybe a little skeptical about just like how this was going to kind of go and, and the impact and whatnot. But you know what, Carl? I, like, I love to be proved wrong as much as the next guy. And holy crap, was I ever <laughs> proved wrong. And then this, that, that, that I was anticipating that I was going to fail, but I mean, this it, it like exceeded like my wildest expectations. Like not only you know he came out as CM Punk, we have the the, the music, like the 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 genuine emotion, not only from him, from the people on commentary, from the people there in person to experience it. I mean, you couldn't write a better debut sequence than than this. Like it's amazing what you can accomplish when you just say. You know, and, and I'm imagining this is how it played a backstage. Okay, but okay, Mr. Phil Brooks, CM Punk is here. All right, Tony Khan, he's probably there going, okay, so we're here. We know we have you. So you have approximately 20 minutes. You go out there and talk to the fans. Mm -hmm. I, I, can, I can almost guarantee you that's as much direction as he received. Oh, probably. Right? He said, they said, just go out there, be yourself, have some fun. And, and boy, did he ever. Now, I have been pretty vocal with some other debuts that have happened here coming from WWE because I've said, you know, that they felt like cheap pops or cheap shots. Sure. The difference between, because some people have criticized me a little bit. Oh, we are so positive about this. We are so negative about the other ones. The difference here is that it's not just little petty kind of jabs. This is punk spitting pure truth. 
I mean, he was talking like the, like the real highlight of this promo was him saying, "Was it in 2007? I left professional wrestling when I left Ring of Honor." Then we're just bypassing all of the WWE stuff without mentioning it and just saying, okay, now as of August 20th, 2021, the day before Mighty Joe's birthday, he didn't mention that part, um, I'm back in professional wrestling. That statement right. alone there is like, it's a seismic shift over to this company. They, they have drawn a line in the sand and they said, okay, we are professional wrestling and these other people are what they are. That Entertainment was my biggest takeaway from this, and like yep. my my inner professional wrestling fan to me, smiling from ear to ear on that. Right, it just it, <laughs> it, it, it's it's such. I I will predict that this uh, like of the the twenty twenties, I guess, of, sure. of this decade, that is going to be the most impactful moment inside of professional wrestling. All stop. All stop. You're right. I, I 100% agree with that as of right now. Uh, since 2020 to 2021, this is the most impactful thing that has happened in the world of professional wrestling. Now, there are many critics out there as well. I will include Mr. Uh, Booker T, who was yeah. not a fan of this, uh, thinking that... CM Punk was simply out there just taking jabs at the WWE when, in fact, Mr. Phil Brooks, CM Punk, did not even mention the WWE in his commentary at all. So maybe in a roundabout, because he didn't mention the WWE, that that's a bad thing in... Booker T's eyes? I don't know, but he really didn't mention anything. I believe it was, he said 2005 was when he finished with professional wrestling. Bubba Duke, thank you for joining us, my friend. Um, I believe 2005 or 2007, I can't remember because I was just so blown away by this itself that I can't even remember. What I do remember from all of this is that I was sitting there, the show started, I heard the music, but I didn't see him yet. So I'm sitting there going, I can't get my hopes up. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. And then I saw him and I freaking lost it. I lost yeah. it, dude. I was like, holy shit. He is actually there, which I didn't believe was going to happen. And then he mentions in 2005 or 2007 that he left professional wrestling when he left ROH, as Mighty Joe mentioned. And that now, and, and just two simple words, I'm back. Yeah. And that was the most impactful way that he could have done that. Just to say, I'm back. That's yeah. all he needed. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Now, you can read between the lines on, on a good portion of that. I mean, clearly he is talking about the WWE without actually mentioning them, which is um, probably very difficult to, to do. Um, right. And a big takeaway too, like him saying, you know, like basically apologizing for some of the decisions uh, and whatnot. But he said, you know, I, I had to make those decisions because staying where I was at, it, it was essentially a dead end. Like I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing big time here, but I'm just saying that I, I had to make it a change because if I just stayed, I was just going to be rotting where I, I was at. Right. It was stagnant. Right. right? So just it, yeah, man, just it, it, it's, 
again, it, it, it's so much more than what I was anticipating. I was like, okay, you know, if he debuts, great. And I, I think the, the really cool thing here, because I, I know a lot of people that I respect and everything a lot, you may have even said this as well too, that you know th- they should announce that he's going to be there. And I, I'm so, so glad that they, they did because a couple factors here, they didn't need to announce that. I mean, going into that night, we knew that he was going to be there, essentially. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad yeah. that they, they didn't actually say, poster, CM Punk will be here tonight. They kept that anticipation going right until the very moment that the music dropped. Right. Right. And they maximized that reaction that they got. That, the last time that I heard a pop that loud was either when Stone Cold came out with the assist on Mankind had to win the, the, the title like we covered on Termuckle yep. Rewind or Austin, again, recurring theme there, Austin maybe stunning McMahon in the middle of the ring. Yes. Those are, the I think, the, the two loudest pops that I've heard up until now. Like That literally, like it sounded like <laughs> every single person in that arena, like before the music even hit, like the, the CM Punk oh, yeah. in Houston, it's almost like they willed him to appear. And then, right. And then, holy shit, he appeared. Like it, it's yeah. again like you. I, I had my my doubts. And I was like, yes. are they going to swerve and do something stupid and like MJF or somebody comes out? And boy, am I ever glad that they didn't. You that could was do exactly that my thoughts too. Later on, if you're going to do something with the two of them, yeah, then maybe you know have MJF come out to his music and be like, ah, it's me, mofos, or something like that. But and a nice thing too with the with the uh, the couple of things I want to really hit on is yeah, they kept the good feeling going through that whole show. The next yes. match, putting the Lucha Express over, you know, or uh, right. sorry, the. Um, uh, Jurassic Express. I Jurassic apologize. Express. Yeah. Put them over and just say it, it's, it's they kept that good feeling going through the whole night, and uh, that one hour show, man, they, they crammed oh. quite a bit into that one hour. I've said that before. I was a big fan of NXT when they had that one hour runtime, and with yes. Rampage in that one hour, man, I, I gotta applaud them. That that, that was absolutely fantastic. And I mean, it, like that that debut, like uh, I could keep repeating it for the next entire hour here, it was executed to perfection. You're talking about CM Punk and uh, thankful that they didn't announce that this was going to happen. I, I as well, am thankful that they did not announce that he was going to be there. Uh, even during the press conference that he had afterwards, CM Punk and Tony Khan, somebody had asked, how did you keep this such a secret? And you saw CM Punk kind of go, <laughs> and then he goes, um, yeah, this was the worst kept secret of the century, <laughs> right? Because it, it definitely was. Everybody knew that this was going to be happening at some point or another, especially with all the little hints that were being given throughout continuously. I mean, no. you, you take a look at, uh, I mean, even Kenny Omega was doing it, right? Like Chick Magnet shirt and Cookie Monster shirt, right? Those yeah. those simple, real, really simple little things there. And then Darby Allen as well, talking about best in the world. Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. And, and I'm loving this, and I'm going to get your take and your thoughts on this. I am loving that the very first thing he's going to be doing is a program with Darby Allen. 
I absolutely love this because, well, Darby Allen really doesn't have anybody to feud with right now. Everything that he's been doing is kind of ended. And now yeah. we're gracefully moving him on to another platform and another program. I absolutely adore that they have been doing that. They, yeah. they aren't just continuously going with the same. This is going to sound really bad, okay, but I don't mean it in a bad way. We're not continuing on with the same, you know, Samoa Joe, AJ Styles matches or Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn matches over and over and over again. Although every time that those four competitors are in any type of matchup, it is absolutely banger. Yeah. Okay. But we're not continuing with that with AEW. It has been just moving on to the next, moving on to the next. And I absolutely am thrilled that they are doing it that way. Mighty Joe, give me your thoughts on CM Punk starting a feud and program with Darby Allen with Sting. Yep. Uh, it, it was like beautifully transitioned between what he was there to say and then literally pivoted over to Darby Allen call, calling him out and then him and Stinger up, up in the rafters. Um, Again, a great choice for the for this first run. You know, as per usual in the internet, there's people that are gonna shit on it. Of course, uh, oh, right. it's not the right run. Blah blah blah. blah whatever, whatever. Um, I, I, I'm willing to give it a, a chance. That's the, the, this debut. Not necessarily making me blind to stupidity going on, but I'm willing to, to give this a chance. Will it be a definite success? We don't know yet. Let, let, let's just give it a chance before. We sure. talked down about it. Um, and then outside of that, too, man, the, the best part that I like about Punk coming to AEW, and this goes for other potential ones coming very, very soon down the pipe, which we might get into in this episode, is that thankfully with what's going on, this opens the door to so much more awesomeness. As I talked before at the Resurgence show, right, we saw essentially a show co-promoted by AEW, Impact Wrestling, New Japan, MLW, Ring of Honor, the dream matchups. NWA. NWA as well. That's right. The dream matchups that could be ahead for Mr. CM Punk are awesome. Like we <laughs> could we could as crazy as it sounds, you know, we could see Punk show up in Impact Wrestling. We could see him possibly show up back in Ring of Honor, a place that he adored being at. We could see him in the G one over in New Japan Pro Wrestling. The Ooh. The, th the 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 possibilities are endless, and it really just all depends on what he wants to do. But as he stated there, he is there for the younger guys. He wants to work with that young talent and get them over. And dude, I I can't wait to see you know, not only this matchup with Darby Lana all out, which is it's going to sell out right. all out. Everything afterwards, it's all just going to be gravy, gravy, dude. All going to be gravy. gravy. Yep. Yeah, it, it, it's it, 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 like I said. I, I'm, just, I'm just I'm so stoked that it turned out to be so much better. And, and then at the end, at the end, to out of his own pocket, and I did some research on this. He paid that this was actually years in the making. This concept, right? They, they got a local company in Chicago to make enough ice cream bars for every single fan in the United Center, so that on their on their way out. On Mr. Phil Brooks, literally out of his own pocket, have an ice cream bar on me. I mean, 
the ultimate way to send your fans home after you've already made them extremely happy. I mean, th- right? this is just like a win across the board for the fans, God damn. for Mr. CM Punk himself, for AEW. I mean, this is um, incredible. Like I said, seismic shift over to this company. We'll talk a little bit more about the WWE coming up here, but I mean, like this, just it's it's they have clearly now, Carl, <laughs> established themselves as a major, major player, largely oh, due yes. uh, to this debut. I mean, abs- it, it's the person who loves wrestling inside of me is just very, very happy right now. <laughs> if everything else was shit this week, I would still be happy because of this. Yes, 100%. We're going to shift away a little bit from CM Punk right now, and I do want to talk about something that you actually mentioned and brought up here, Mighty Joe. You had talked about MJF, okay? And you had talked about it wouldn't have had the same impact had, you know, maybe MJF had just come out, um, you know, and ha, 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 it's not CM Punk, it's actually me. Well, I want to throw this out to you and get your thoughts on it because I think that this would be absolutely killer. So we've talked about CM Punk returning. Mm-hmm. We have had speculations of another name coming back and returning as, well, not coming back, but <clears throat> returning to professional wrestling with all elite wrestling. I would beg to differ with anyone who says that this shouldn't happen because I think a program between MJF and Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson yeah, would be absolute killer. And this would be a good time because we're riding off of the heels of CM Punk's return and everybody's all excited. Now we start kind of in the next couple of weeks, not right away, but in the next couple of weeks, kind of plugging little things for uh, Brian Danielson. And then we have a little bit of MJF starting because he's now kind of ended this feud with Chris Jericho, essentially. Right, he went yeah. through the five labors, everything like that. Blah blah blah. Great, awesome, fantastic. Now, now, really, he has nothing. So, I think it would be absolutely amazing to have those two in a program and have a build up for it, which is something that I find is is very much so missing in uh, other companies. I'm not going to mention the conglomerate this time around, but I want your take on this. Please tell me what you think of a program between. Brian Danielson. I keep wanting to call him Daniel Bryan. Brian Danielson and MJF. It'll definitely be uh, Brian Danielson. I believe that WWE would own the trademark on that name, but that's besides the point. Yeah. From <laughs> everything that I've been seeing and hearing, all, all signs point towards uh, if Daniel is going to be joining this company, that he will be probably headlining or the main event. Um, at the show they got uh, lined up for Arthur Ashe Stadium in New York. Okay. Right? So the, everything I've been seeing has been saying that. And and how long, how far away is that? I don't know exactly when the show is planned. Uh, I will maybe do some research uh, while maybe you're talking about something else and, and I'll, I'll bring it up at some point in the show and try and figure it out. But I think that that uh, would be a great place because, I mean, he is kind of known in that area, especially for his time with Ring of Honor, kind of being up in that, in that territory, so to speak. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, not only with MJF, I, I, again, you know, with all these partnerships, the, the, the dream matchups for Daniel as well, like to do stuff <laughs> right. in the NWA, um, you know, to do stuff um, you know, in Impact Wrestling, if that's so uh, 
is to his choosing MLW as well. And of course, uh, I would absolutely love to see Daniel make a run through the best of super juniors in new Japan, <sighs> yeah. like Hiromu Takahashi, El Desperado, um, Zack Sabre Jr., uh, Minoru Suzuki, um, and what have you. I mean, just, right. uh, it, it's incredible that, that, that it's, I'm even able to say that now as, a, as even a remote possibility. And if it happens, dude, man, we're going to have so much good stuff to talk about. We definitely oh. will. I am pretty sure that our good friend here, Bubba Duke, is still watching. Take a look there quickly for me, Mighty Joe, and uh, see if you can find when that is going to happen, when the uh, yeah. supposed uh, Brian Danielson uh, is supposed to be making his appearance with All Elite Wrestling. Bubba Duke, I want to hear from you and anyone else that is watching and listening right now. Give me your thoughts on MJF and Brian Danielson. Do you feel that this is something that would be a, a really viable thing to do? Do you think it would be a help, a hindrance, or do you think that it would just fall flat on its face? <laughs> so everyone that is watching or listening right now, give us your thoughts on a potential feud between those two people. We're talking MJF, and we're talking Brian Danielson. As we go over to the comments here. Okay. <laughs> uh, Bubba Duke is just saying yes. Yes. Okay. No, you know what? Yeah, I fully agree with that. Yes. Um, this one here, John. How's it going, my friend? Good to see you back again. Yes. Shut up and take my money for MJF right. versus uh, yeah. DB or Daniel Bryan or yeah. or Brian Danielson so. or or how or whatever or, you know whatever he's gonna gonna be and come out as. I think it would be absolutely fantastic as well. Bubba Duke coming in with another comment here. I would like to see. I would like to see that they are both great wrestlers. I'm so behind it. One hundred. Percent. Yeah. That is, you know what, I am as well. I think that both guys are fantastic. Both guys are fantastic, not only in the ring, but they can both be fantastic on that microphone as well. Mighty Joe, did you uh, did you happen to find that? You betcha. Uh, okay. A couple things on that. Uh, so the show is going to be called AEW Grand Slam from the uh, Arthur Ashe Stadium in Queens, okay. New York. Be beautiful venue, by the way. Uh, beautiful area. Um, September 22nd. 2021 is the date. Um, okay. Interesting tagline for the first time ever. Um, if I was uh, our friend, Mr. Franco Varga, I might be getting in touch with the EW that because they kind of stole his tagline there. Right. Uh, but uh, I, 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 I digress <laughs> on that. But uh, yeah, man, we won't have to wait long. September 22nd. So we're about a month out uh, of seeing the possibility of um, what will uh, John uh, wow. mentioning. If you want to pull up yeah. that. Uh, uh, comment there, Carl. Uh, with no, Mr. no, we're not going to pull that comment up. Nope, but John, there. we yeah. will let you know we'll that. Uh, <laughs> just hold on, my friend. Yeah, we'll get just there. hold on. We'll get there. But yeah, yep. man, um, at our Arthur Ashe Stadium in Queens, New York, um, it, it's a pretty good sized stadium. They can pack quite a few people on oh, there. Yeah. And uh, if they can get Mr. Uh, Danielson there, I don't know if it'll quite get to Punk's debut, but it, <laughs> it'll be big. 
It'll be big. It definitely will. We are going to move on a little bit here from all this AEW talk, and we're going to talk a little bit about something that Mighty Joe has up on his screen available to talk about. I do not have it, so I'm going to I'm going to have Mighty Joe kind of go through everything that has happened, and uh, we're just going to talk about it. Not at length, but we're going to talk about uh, some of the things that happened during SummerSlam with the WWE. Again, we're talking returns and excitement. Okay. Mighty Joe, let's talk a little bit of SummerSlam, please. Yeah, for sure. But it's it's the type of thing where like I don't want to be too negative because we start off with such a big positive. But I, I will say just to in general, a real mixed bag with SummerSlam. Just, just sure. right, right off the top, a real mixed bag. Uh, great to have fans for, back for a, for a big show. Very, very, very cool. But just kind of going briefly through some things here. I'm uh, just pulling up the match card now. Um, sure. One of, I think one of the guys that they've had so much kind of steam behind, uh, actually two guys relegated to the pre-show on the show with that Big hmm. E versus Baron Corbin. Um, yeah. Don't know really quite what to say on that one. Um, what seemed to be a pretty popular match, uh, RK Bro, of course, uh, Randy Orton and Riddle uh, mm. with uh, against AJ and uh, Omos was apparently a good match. I didn't get a chance to see that. I didn't watch the entire show. I kind of oh. watched uh, some bits kind of here and, and there. Okay. So I'm, I okay. want to just mainly comment on the stuff that I did see. Uh, the next one that I want to kind of talk about is, of course, the the match for the SmackDown Women's Championship here. Um because we did see a debut at this moment here, Carl. Um, I am so... Okay, so I'll spoil the, the surprise. Becky Lynch, all right, showing up. Um, nothing against Becky Lynch, right? I like Becky Lynch. But they did everybody such a huge disservice here, not only Bianca Belair and taking, off, taking her off the title in such... A quick and very unusual fashion, but I mean, apparently now what's happening because we know what's happened after the fact here that they're essentially looking at turning Becky Lynch into a, a bad guy. Like essentially, we're, we're turning her heel at this point. Double whammy. Not only did you mess up with Bianca Belair, I mean, she was visibly upset about. It. I don't know if this was an audible call on the fly. But now you're going to turn Becky Lynch, like one of the most popular characters, into a bad guy because, hey, it's WWE. We got to turn you heel. Absolutely mind boggling to me on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one I want to talk about, again, of matches that I watched, um, I'll stick to the positive on this one Edge versus Seth Rollins. I thought a really, really good matchup. But for me, like the, the real, real highlight of that one, dude, that entrance with Edge. Coming out to the brood entrance music first, and then moving over to that was really really cool. I that that was probably my highlight of the, of the evening, actually. To be perfectly yes. honest with you, um, then we saw Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg. Um, again, like it's glad to see that Bobby Lashley hang on hung him to the title here, but this is one of these ones where I I, I get the appeal for Goldberg, but like. I'm so, so over it at this point. <laughs> and then this stuff with with, uh, with Roman Reigns and John Cena, I actually really enjoyed the, the, the matchup. I really, really enjoyed that. Yeah. And, and then 
Roman actually getting the win over Cena, which uh, I was frankly kind of surprised. And then Mr. Brock Lesnar shows up. Really, really, really cool here, Carl. But it this doesn't feel... It didn't feel special or we, we didn't really get... We got spoiled. Let, let's be perfectly honest. To rewind back to our first set, <laughs> we got spoiled with the CM uh, Punk and, and just the overwhelming of genuine emotion. That's the key point here. And then we shift over to SummerSlam and there wasn't that we didn't elicit that reaction at all with any of these matches here, Carl. Now, I don't speak for every fan out there, but I'm sure people there in person, even people that, you know, Mr. Spencer Love and JPJ, there in person, I'm sure that they probably enjoyed the hell of the show. Oh, I'm sure they did. It's probably great to be there in person. There's some really, really cool moments. But when you compare this to that, the tone that was set on Rampage, Yeah. It's it's hard, it's hard yeah. to beat, man, and uh, it's I can, I can I don't want to guarantee that because I I don't know, but I'm willing to bet, Carl, that Brock Lesnar was a last minute addition to this, that they saw what happened. Possibly, they saw what happened over there in Chicago, and they went, okay, you know, I'm and I'm and I'm hoping that that this is the case. They saw, the, hey, you know, we need to bring one of our big guns here. Of course, Brock Lesnar, with a, be honest, one of the biggest draws in professional wrestling. Not going to take that away from the dude. No, true. Yeah. But it didn't feel special because, again, we've seen this over and over again, right? This debut with CM Punk, that's the, this is the first time that we, we saw that, right? We, and, again, I'll, I'll yeah. be repeating myself, just the, the whole pomp and circumstance, they're just absolutely fantastic. SummerSlam was good, but it didn't come anywhere near. It's not even the same stratosphere as what they accomplished that night in Chicago. Very true. I will go through a little bit of SummerSlam here. First and foremost, I hope that our friends uh, Spencer Love and JPJ maybe took a notice at how many Lily dolls were out there in the crowd because news that I have been seeing and reading is that if uh, possible sales of the Lily doll were not up there, that they may have looked at taking that character actually away. So I feel as though it did well because uh, Monday Night Raw, we actually saw Alexa Bliss come out with Lily just to say hi. If you have not seen Monday Night Raw, go and watch it just for that. Even it was absolutely fantastic. But again, maybe a little impartial because I am an Alexa Bliss fan. Talking SummerSlam here. I'll just go through things super quickly. Big E, uh, Corbin. Yeah, not bad. Good, good little match. I enjoyed it. But again, two people that shouldn't have been on a pre-show. They should be 100% on the main show. The stuff with Baron Corbin right now is killing it. Yeah killing it right now people are loving it i'm seeing all over social media that people are super stoked and happy with it's this legit and that the character is over and working they think it's legit the, the way that they they right? set that up they actually made it seem like he actually stole money off somebody's wallet backstage they planted right? that seed and then i have to applaud whoever ran with that story and i'm glad that they're actually letting it continue because yes the, the, they hit a nice kayfabe story there congrats to them <laughs> 
Uh, RK Bro winning those tag team championships. I'm super happy about that, but I'm not at the same time. Yeah. Uh, Randy Orton has seems to have been delegated down to just continuing to work with another person and winning tag team championships instead of actually being in title pictures. Uh, singles title pictures where I believe he actually should be. Alexa Bliss defeating Eva Marie and a little bit of fallout happening there between Eva Marie and Dewdrop afterwards. Monday Night Raw, Dewdrop coming out and saying that she actually likes that name, that it was given to her as a uh, bad thing, but she actually likes it. And now next week, we're actually going to have Dewdrop versus Eva Marie. Do I really care about the match? Not so much, but I hope that this ends everything with Eva Marie so that Dewdrop can go on and be uh, just the fantastic wrestler that she is. And of course, Alexa Bliss uh, winning, of course. Close to my heart. Damian Priest defeating Sheamus by pinfall. You know what? That was actually a really good matchup. Like nearly 14 minutes of a match. I was very happy with it. The Usos defeating Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio, keeping the tag team championships over on the SmackDown brand. I'm okay with that because this might actually give us a little bit more time to have a feud between these two teams, which I am okay with. Definitely am because they put out a banger. Becky Lynch defeating Bianca Belair. Well, Mighty Joe already kind of gave the thoughts that I share on that as well. Total disservice to absolutely everybody, including the WWE universe on that. Drew McIntyre defeating Jinder Mahal by pinfall. Uh, you know, Veer and Shanky, uh, the guys that are with Jinder Mahal, really weird names, Veer and Shanky. I digress. They were banned <laughs> from ringside, yeah. Which allowed Drew McIntyre and Jinder Mahal just to go out there and do what they do, although it was not a very long match, four minutes and 40 seconds worth of a matchup. Those two guys are absolutely amazing inside of that ring. And I mean, we need to stop hindering gender. Don't hinder gender anymore. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Charlotte Flair defeating Nikki A.S.H., who was the champion, and Rhea Ripley by submission. I am not a fan of this. I know some of our other friends are Shar Shar fans. I'm tired of seeing that, and I'm tired of the women's division revolving around the same four women. Tired of it. Edge defeating Seth Rollins. Wow. Absolutely fantastic of a match. I was very happy with that. Bobby Lashley defeating Goldberg by referee stoppage. This, to me, really built up Bobby Lashley to be that monster, to be that guy that can take out Goldberg, the man who has three holds yet defeated everybody on his pathway, and he took him to a bit of a limit, only a seven-minute matchup, but referee stoppage. Yeah. He essentially took him out. Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman defeating John Cena. If Roman Reigns had lost, he would have left the WWE. I hate those stipulations because you and I, Mighty Joe, both know, as well as everyone else knows, that there is no way Roman Reigns was going to be leaving the WWE for any reason. So we knew that John Cena was not going to win this matchup. And 
Roman Reigns won by pinfall. Now you talk about Brock Lesnar coming out. I am super happy about this as I am a Brock Lesnar fan. And the dynamic that they have now between all of this with that third person, Paul Heyman, we can see some amazing stuff coming from all of that. There we go. That's it. That's uh, hmm. That's it. Quite a bit to digest so, there. Yeah, there yeah. was. I was I was reading it off of an, another screen. So I don't know when uh, um, Bubba Duke there put boo and just a sad match. I don't know uh, which yeah. ones you're talking about there because I wasn't looking at the yeah. screen. I don't have a second screen to look at I'm here, gonna, so I apologize. Uh, I, I'm going to assume for Mr. Bubba Duke here that the sad match was likely Lashley and uh, Mr. Goldberg. Could be. Yeah. Could, Could be. very well be. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I am not sure. Yeah. There's the highlights there for um, SummerSlam. So I think we're going to move on once again and yes. go back to some speculation and some AEW. Before that, though, Bubba Duke saying yes. So Mighty Joe, you were correct. You were correct. So... I need to 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 kind of understand what you're meaning by this, and I'm I'm okay. A little bit of of background for everyone. A little bit of b- behind the curtain. You come on with us back to Gorilla for a second. So what I have written down here is how would you book an Adam Cole ghost angle in <laughs> AEW? I have absolutely no idea what the hell you were talking about. <laughs> Mighty Joe, explain this one to me, please, so that I understand. So so just to rewind the clock for everybody, when Mr. Marty Skrull joined the Bullet Club in Ring of Honor, they summarily removed Adam Cole from the Bullet Club and essentially murdered Adam Cole. That's where this is coming from. If Adam Cole is going to come back uh, with... Um, the elite being involved, you got to explain why he's not a corpse. So you book him as a ghost. What do you do? Right. This is the only thing that could make, um, his move over to AEW tricky creatively wise. Cause how do you explain, uh, that he's alive because they killed him on his way out the door. That's where I'm coming from here. Um, so having said that, I, I guess you got to, if you're going to stick with the, the creative that's been established, you got to tease some vignettes of him being, I guess, a ghost. And then you got to figure out some way to bring him back to life so that he can actually wrestle. This is the conundrum that is likely why we haven't heard yay or nay on this move yet. Because this creative stumbling block it could be what keeps him in WWE, Carl. No. Yeah, I think no. I, th- I think I think I made a valid statement there. You you oh you definitely did. Yeah. But let me let me rebut this just for a moment here. So okay. everybody, you get to hear Carl Carafel here. He's going to come up with a Adam Cole ghost story angle on the spot. Go. No, I am not. <laughs> okay. Here is what I am talking about. All right. So, where did all of this happen? With Adam Cole and the Bullet Club. That happened over in New Japan Pro Wrestling, Japan. correct? Uh, I believe it was a Ring of Honor. It may have been a show co-promoted okay. with New Japan Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor, New Japan. Yep. Okay. So people have been seeing Adam Cole in the WWE. 
So they know he's not dead. Now, the majority of the WWE fans aren't really privy to what has happened over in Ring of Honor or New Japan. So we really don't have anything that we need to kind of fix with that because, well, people really, you know, I even forgot about that storyline. I even did. And I am somebody who was watching being the elite all the way through the whole YouTube series has watched new Japan has watched things that the bullet club has done. And I forgot about that as somebody who watches a multitude of different professional wrestling shows. So now you take these people who have only watched one or maybe two different professional wrestling shows. And namely right now, most of them being WWE and AEW. Those are the two that most people are watching right now. So it really, you know, I don't know. So I totally get what you're saying, though. For the, for us, you know, hardcore fans uh, that actually remember, oh. I'm sorry, too many concussions over my careers. Um, I forgot about it. But you do really make a good point. Uh, I don't know. Because, I mean, you look at every, what does every Adam Cole fan do when he comes up? Does the, the baby thing, that's straight from right. Ring of Honor. I, I can guarantee you a lot of Adam Cole fans, even inside the WWE, remember him getting killed on the way out the door with, uh, with that. But I digress on that. So I'm going to attempt to come up with a Adam Cole ghost angle here. So... Bear with me while I go down this path of stupidity potentially here, all right? Okay. So, so Adam Cole does a, a gaming Twitch channel. I, I believe even part of it is his WWE deal. That could be something that he may have to give up if he's actually going the other direction. So Among Us is a very popular video game currently being played on Twitch, even over on Love Wrestling when our blowing out stream is one of our more popular games. When you play Among Us and you get killed... Uh, you can continue to play in the, in the game as a ghost. You can even do some, strangely enough, some physical tasks when you're a floating corpse. Like you can still do electrical wiring. Um, I don't know too many ghost electricians, but maybe they exist. So maybe if you wanted to really be goofy, you know, this would be right up being the elite's ang- uh, alley, by the way, is I guess you have him being a floating Among Us Adam Cole character, and that's how you bring him back. I don't know. I'm reaching for stuff here, but uh, <laughs> um, that's the only that's plausible. That, that that's the goofy angle. Um, I, I guess the only, yeah, I guess it, it's a creative stumbling block. It, it and I don't know if it's what could derail a move over to AEW, but it's a hard thing to get past because, I mean, people who are really true Adam Cole fans have not forgotten that moment, right? When when Marty came in. They took him out in devastating fashion. So um, it's tough. But regardless, having said that, I hope that they find a way or you just <coughs> you just ignore it and just <laughs> just bring him back. And then, but having said that, despite all that, I, I want to see him in AEW because, again, for the same reasons with Punk and Daniel, the matchups that Mr. Cole could oh, have yeah. across... The promotions that are involved here, and like like MLW, put him in there with Jacob Fought too. Uh, I mean, do stuff. Uh, you know, he could st- he could go back and do some stuff with Ring of Honor if he wants. Um, and again, New Japan. 
right? To see Cole maybe in the G1 or the best of Super Juniors. I mean, you would have me, uh, yeah, I would be <laughs> overjoyed to say the very yeah. least, to put it mildly. So Bub- Bubba Duke chiming in here. He's saying, bring him back from under the ring and have him take out the elite. Yeah. See, that could kind of go uh, along with that whole ghost thing. They killed him, whatever, yeah. come out. And, you know, the elite is kind of a comedic type of little faction that's that's there, right? And they could be like, <gasps> we killed you. Yeah. How did you come back from the dead? Yeah. Type of thing, right? Or maybe you do the Midnight Rider gimmick. But, I mean, that's been done quite often, right? Yeah. But uh, I, I'm thinking well. that's the only way that you maybe you um, avoid the paranormal stuff because they haven't really done that on AEW. And, no. you know, with especially with Punk saying, you know, hey, you know, we're professional wrestling, you need to be careful here because you could cross over into the goofy and right so you know i'm going with this so it's try carefully um like i said like i said maybe the best approach is just ignore what happened and just start fresh and just say hey you know what um that none of that happened and here he is i don't know like i said it's it's a tough thing now that i've actually spent some time talking about it (laughs) right it's hard to explain that he's back from the dead yeah it definitely is Wow, you know what is not dead right now? What is not dead is our friends over at Collar and Elbow Brand. Collar and Elbow Brand is a brand that uh, has taken uh, professional wrestling uh, fashion to the streets, and it is absolutely fantastic. We're going to take a little bit of a commercial break here and hear from our friends over at Collar and Elbow Brand and OVW. We'll be right back. Wrestling. A love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand. The wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. dictionary defines hero as a person who is admired or idealized for courage, outstanding achievements, or noble qualities. Being a hero in life is far more than words printed on a page. It takes an unwavering code, a compass that points true north always. And in times like these, it takes sacrifice. Hero shouldn't be a word defined by a dictionary. It's a word that should be defined by the best of us. Hero has a new definition. My name is Barry Radcliffe. You might recognize me from such films as The Longest Ride or Dead 2. Now, as a successful actor, I have two planes, a supermodel wife, countless exotic cars, and a ton of cash. You might think it couldn't get any better than this, but you'd be wrong for only $4.99. You could get OVWWrestlingNetwork.com. That's OVWWrestlingNetwork.com for only $4.99. Now, will your life be as good as this? No! 
better. Will it be better? Yes, and I guarantee that. That's not valid anywhere. OVWWrestlingNetwork.com is only $4.99. Tomorrow's yesterday is today. Price is so low, they're insane. OVWWrestlingNetwork.com It's only $4.99 a month In between excitement, me too OVWWrestlingNetwork.com is only $4.99 a month You get that incredible value She cost me $17 million and I loved it Want a real value? OVWWrestlingNetwork.com It's only $4.99 That's a price so low Well it's insane <laughs> That's right, it definitely is insane I am Carl Carafel And we are back from commercial break with Mighty Joe on Turnbuckle Talk. This has been a fantastic episode so far. All the fan interaction with us today has been absolutely amazing. So take a look at that Twitter, that ticker down below. Yes, thank you to all our amazing fans and supporters. We 100% appreciate all of you. Now, we're coming to a fun time of the show where lots of people like this, lots of people enjoy this, and lots of people sometimes even send us theirs. But everybody, we are getting ready for our... Match of the Week. Mighty Joe, I'm going to let you go first on this one here. I know that there has been a lot of professional wrestling that has happened. Essentially, an entire full week. Literally, from last Monday to yesterday's Monday, there has been a plethora of professional wrestling. What was your favorite match of the week? So a little bit different for me. Uh, I'm going to pick a, a quick honorable mention and then give my actual pick. Uh, my honorable mention will go to uh, Ely Dragunov and Walter from NXT TakeOver. Uh, they found a, a fantastic match. Um, for me, though, my match of the week will probably largely come as a surprise to listeners and viewers and Carl alike. Mine is coming from AEW Rampage from Chicago, and I'm talking, I, I am not, I repeat, I am not a tag team wrestling aficionado, so to speak, but the the matchup between Private Party and the Jurassic Express mm. immediately following CM Punk kept the audience's attention after all of that pomp and circumstance and they put on a really good solid tag team match that didn't disappoint and for that reason it gets my pick for this week fan freaking tastic i do agree that matchup from nxt uh, uh, simply amazing i hope we get more to be honest i hope we do walter and dragonov Man alive. Dragonoff's a warrior. Killing it. Dragonoff's a warrior. Yeah. Yeah. Just killing it. Yeah. I love it. And the size difference between the two of them yeah. really didn't make any play or factor in it at all, it seemed like. It's because, I mean, like you said, Dragonoff is a warrior. Yeah. 100%. So it felt very legitimate. Yeah. My pick for match of the week is coming from AEW Rampage as well. Ooh. Guess what, Mighty Joe? Is it the same one? It did not happen. It is not the same one, but my pick is the same as 
our good friend Bubba Duke. We are talking MJF versus Chris Jericho. That was from Dynamite, oh, was it not? Dynamite, yes. yes. Not Rampage, Dynamite. Okay. Yes. There we go. That that for me was no. was the best matchup this Good. week. Just everything that happened, the whole build up, the whole you know uh, five trials of Jericho and 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 all of this that had like, just I love build up two things, and this here was absolutely fantastic. And the way that it ended, I thought was absolutely superb with Jericho taking Floyd and hitting. <laughs> Uh, MJF with it, and then going for that Judas effect, and then realizing he couldn't use it, only for MJF to essentially use it no. and get the win. Absolutely fantastic. Um, AEW killing it right now. They are. Absolutely yeah. killing they're, it. They're and especially good. if you're taking a pick from AEW, Yeah. wow. They're, they're telling some long-term stories here and and it's consistent as well right it's uh it's nice to see from some north american professional wrestling that we typically see um they've been doing very very well keep the good things going there guys um i was a skeptic for a while and honestly i wasn't watching ew for a while but boy they've piqued my interest again and um if they can keep it i will be a regular viewer every single week Sounds good. And you know what, people? You heard it here first. That means that that's some... Breaking news right there on Turnbuckle Talk. You heard it first. If this continues, Mighty Joe could become a regular watcher. I have a little bit of breaking news to talk about here. Um that kind of isn't fully out there yet, but will be announced soon. So I want to give everybody this little bit of information so that you make sure that you are following all of the social media platforms for this company so that you know when this is going to happen. But Impact Wrestling is announcing a big new distribution deal Hmm. happening soon. Anthem CEO has gone on record as saying... Uh, He took to Twitter and said that he teased a big deal, a big distribution deal for Impact Wrestling. Um, He actually responded to to that on an older tweet that was out there. But he says, hey, y'all, I'm here. Was busy trying to keep up with at Impact Wrestling, launching so many new channel streams and products, getting pumped. Thank you for watching. Um in an insanely increasing numbers, big new distribution deal coming soon. So make sure you're following Impact Wrestling to uh, kind of find out uh, what this new distribution deal is going to be. Um, I'm very interested. I don't know what it is. I don't know when it's going to happen, but it's going to happen at some point. We all know. We all know. Mighty Joe, do you have anything for breaking news right now? I only want to bring up one thing. Uh, I've been, for the majority of Termuckle Talk here, very, very positive about uh, things that, that I've seen. But those who know me well enough, Carl, and our viewers know that I call a spade a spade when I see it. You know, I, sure. I give credit when it is due, but when I see 
silly, dumb things, I call it out. And this week, I'm calling something out that uh, is very disappointing for me. I, I do not watch Raw on a regular basis. It's three hours of stuff that insults my intelligence for the most part. But I don't speak okay. for everybody. They brought Carrie and Cross over to Raw, and they couldn't leave well enough alone, Carl. <laughs> they just... They, 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 I, I I can suspect who is involved here, and I may be wrong, but you had a perfectly fine killer cross with Scarlet, and you had to put a gimmick on him. Why? Why? Right? Why? It, it, it was perfectly fine. Yeah, you, they they put some kind of like red, like, like they tried to make him look like a like a comic super villain or something like that. You didn't need to. This man is intimidating on his own, and you have Scarlet with him as well. They're a perfect duo. He is just intimidating just the way that he is. This thing that that, that they're doing it's a, it, it's it, it takes away from what uh from what he's about and I'm not a fan of it whatsoever. You're not a fan of Lego Ninjago Carry and Cross? No. <laughs> not whatsoever, man. It it does nothing for me. Uh, uh I'm not the only one that's voiced this opinion. Um it, it it's I mean, it, it's typical WWE at this point, but yeah. like I said, they didn't need to, to toy with that whatsoever. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And it was nowhere near being broken. No, not at all. I do enjoy the Sorry. fact that he actually came out and uh, did get the win. Um, at least they didn't mess that up. wasn't back out, defeated by Jeff Hardy for a third, fourth, fifth, sixth time. That much I am happy about. Yeah. But yeah, this whole new look that he's got, whatever... I just hope that they continue to let him be the dominant force that he actually is. I have one more little piece of breaking news for everyone here. And you know what? If you are not following us over on our YouTube page, you need to make sure you do. We are found at Turnbuckle Studios on YouTube. Or you can go to youtube.com slash user slash my name, Carl Carafel, and that will take you right there as well. But the little bit of breaking news that I have for that is that we have uh, allowed and included someone else to be part of the Turnbuckle Studios. Mighty Joe doesn't even know anything about oh. this because we talked about this a while ago, <laughs> and I feel that maybe we'll bring it up now because I know that this person is itching to put out a little bit of content as well. So... Our good friend, Bubba Duke, who works with the Boar's Nest over on Facebook, is going to have a little bit of his professional wrestling talk that he will be doing on Turnbuckle Studios. So we're trying to build things up a little bit here. And we we know that as as handsome as I am and as much as you kind of want to see Mighty Joe once in a while, um, we're going to include some different faces and stuff as well because we are all inclusive here because, well, we all love wrestling. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. So we are very much so happy and open to allowing others to come onto the channel. So Bubba Duke actually on YouTube right now saying thank you. Thank you guys means so much. Um, he is still a green 
when it comes to uh, doing the content and, uh, you know, putting out the streams and stuff like that. So it isn't possibly something that you will see a lot of from coming from him. But we feel that uh, because of our fan base of professional wrestling fans, that we would allow him a little bit of that as well. So uh, we are happy to welcome Bubba Duke into the Turnbuckle Studios side of things over on our YouTube. So that's what I have for breaking news this week. Not a whole lot right now. Things have been like just absolutely fantastic. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's just been fantastic. The only other brief thing that I want to mention before we uh, uh, get to our final segment and wrap things up here, Carl, just wanted to make a brief mention that uh, apparently, from the numbers that I'm seeing here, I guess there was a press release done, looks like it may have been uh, today actually, that uh, apparently uh, this past SummerSlam uh, was the highest grossing SummerSlam of all time. That uh, it's the most profitable one of all time. Uh, I would not have called that. Me either. So there you go. I definitely would not have. There we go. Highest grossing. Definitely, we will uh, have to have to see. Before we go to our last segment here, let's say hello to our fans over at Dr. Pepper. Thank you so much. They don't sponsor us, but absolutely love anything Dr. Pepper. I'm going to have a little drink, and then we're going to get on to our last segment here. Ah, thank you, Dr. Pepper. Thank you so much. Get in touch. Yes. We have now made it to that segment that everybody seems to love, our showstopper segment. Now, remember, everybody, if you have something that you feel would be a great showstopper segment for us, reach out to us and let us know on our social media pages at TB Talk Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Showstopper this week. We're going to talk a little bit more about CM Punk because, well, why not? This has been absolutely fantastic. As we said, had broke the internet. The ProWrestlingTees.com website actually went down. Yeah. Because there were so many orders coming through for that new CM Punk AEW t-shirt. Mighty Joe, we're going to talk a little bit, though, about matches and moments. So I'll let you go first with this. Give me your stuff on CM Punk when it comes to matches and moments. For for me, like favorite matches, um, I'll start first in, in the WWE. Um him winning the title from Cena and leaving the company with the belt. I mean, like after and after the pipe bomb, that that, that whole sequence yeah. of events, um, absolutely fantastic. Um, it, it seems to be, like, I, I don't know all of the involvements backstage with this, and, and frankly, to keep the mystique, I don't necessarily want to know. Because, I mean, it, it does appear to have been like a, essentially what was referred to in the business as a shoot that almost turned into a work, essentially. Because um, yes. they saw what, what they had there, and thankfully they let him kind of run with it. Um, and then, I mean, outside of the WWE, I mean, we can't not talk about CM Punk and not talk about the leg- series of legendary matchups between him and Cole Cabana on the independent scene. I mean, those guys over in that area and that territory, so to speak, we're almost getting back to using that, that terminology yep. again. 
th- those series of matches that those guys put on with each other are awesome. Like if you can find some of them on the internet, like those guys lit it up on a nightly basis. Um, absolutely fantastic. And I'm hoping, fast forwarding now to current day, that those two good gentlemen can bury the hatchet at some point and either find it in themselves to have a match against each other or maybe possibly tag team together. I know that that part is probably a bit of a stretch, but to at least have them coexisting, they at least have like a like a an ultimate kind of blow off match between the two. I mean that could be really, really interesting. But for me, like just um, and of course, I mean moments. <laughs> this moment on Rampage, like it, it, it's one that will stand the test of time. Um, you know, there's so many wrestling moments that have happened just since you and I have started doing this podcast that will come and go and will be largely forgotten. This moment is not one of those moments. Uh, this is something that will be fondly remembered for a long, long time. And I'm just so glad I'm, I'm, gonna say, I'm repeating myself, but I'm going to say it again. <laughs> I'm just so glad that it worked out and it's benefiting the, this company. They, it's given them a real shot in the arm. It, you can see that he is happy and doing what he, he wants to do again. Just say it, it, it's a win universally across the board. That, that, that's what, yeah. even more so of what I'm saying. That, that That's what makes it cool. It's just like across the board, everybody wins. And it's just cool to be able to even say that, that, that that's the case. So, uh, again, just, um, yeah, uh, the, the matches. Another one I want to make mention of to you before I uh, start rambling too much and not give Carl a chance. I just want to make mention to um, the match with uh, him and Undertaker is one that's uh, oh. notable as well um, because I mean he did very well there too. That that program it was edgy and th- they did some cool stuff there. And the fact that he was able to hang with the Undertaker is something that uh, cannot be uh, downplayed. Definitely not. I mean moments. Of course, all the big ones come to mind, right? The pipe bomb, this one that happened on Rampage, of course, they all come to mind. I'm going to focus on two matches here quick before we go. We're already over that one hour mark, and it doesn't even feel as though it has been an hour, but I'm going to talk about two matches. We're going to talk about WrestleMania uh, 28. WrestleMania 28, CM Punk versus Chris Jericho. Um, That, for me... Absolute great, great match. If you haven't seen it, go and see it. I absolutely love that matchup. The second one here, all the way back from 2004, we're looking at Samoa Joe versus CM Punk 2. Okay, so this one here, largely credited with actually putting both CM Punk and Samoa Joe on the indie wrestling map. I hate using that word. The independent wrestling map. Um, Their their second matchup, they they had three. This was the second of three. Uh, Absolutely crazy. Even earning a five-star rating from the Wrestling Observer. Um, that's something that really doesn't happen very often. Just doesn't really happen. So two matches right there (laughs) to end things out here today. I think that we can fully agree with our friend Bubba Duke here, where he says CM Punk, CM Punk, CM Punk, CM Punk. So happy to be a fan of pro wrestling right now. We definitely are. Speaking of pro wrestling, 
Mighty Joe, what do we got coming up tomorrow with our friends over at Love Wrestling and Turnbuckle Rewind? It's an interesting one. I, I think that it's going to be one that people are going to dig. We're, we're going back to WCW with this one in the, the mid-90s. We're talking Jushin Thunderlager versus Rey Mysterio. Um, during this time period in WCW, one of the real highlights uh, of the television product were these cruiserweight matches. And yes. this is definitely one of them. And uh, I'm looking forward to this one. It's not a big, long, extended match, but what, what these two guys put on. And this was not a rare occurrence with these guys. The, 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 these cruiserweights and these two gentlemen included put on great matches on a regular basis. And, uh, oh, yeah. It, it, it's going to be cool to talk about it, and I hope everybody's looking forward to hearing it and hopefully being able to watch along too because it, it is available to watch for free on YouTube. Um, so make sure and check it out. If you guys have not, make sure you go and check out Love Wrestling at lovewrestling.ca. They have all the social medias available over there, and yes, even including TikTok. Yeah, there's even a yeah. TikTok for Love Wrestling. Amazing stuff going on everywhere with everything Love Wrestling. So many great programs that are over there, not just Turnbuckle Rewind. We appreciate you watching that as well, but you really need to check out all the other programming that's there and follow their social media. They always put out one is what's coming up for the week. Absolutely fantastic. I love seeing those. I love when they show up so that we can uh, share them out with everybody so that you know what's happening over at lovewrestling.ca, as well as that weekly goals. You guys have been killing it. Whoever has been a part of Love Wrestling and shared all of this out so that fans can find it and see it. My goodness, you people over there have been absolutely fantastic and hitting those numbers and those goals on a weekly basis. It is mind-blowing, unbelievable. Lovewrestling.ca, you need to check them out. Why do we focus so much on lovewrestling.ca? Well, you might have to wait until next week, but there, there could be something in the works happening here. Um, there just might yeah, be. yeah, there just might yeah, be. I, I yeah. think we might leave it at that <laughs> for now. I will make mention too. I don't want to uh, forget our friends over at the Hitting the Marks Podcast Network, where you can also find us there, uh, as yes. well as our friends over at uh, NDPW, where we're also syndicated there as well. And I also wanted to make mention that if uh, you do follow what uh, other things that I do, I was of course on this week while well, we recorded a while ago uh, mm -hmm. myself. Mr. Michael Jargo, who actually appeared recently on a, um, a broadcast with No DQ, by the way. I'm going to shout out to, to uh, him and them as well. Nice. Uh, and Mr. Billy Ray Valentine sat down and reviewed the uh, Wrestle Grand Slam event uh, from New Japan Pro Wrestling. And, and Jargo also had a rundown of what's been going recently with Stardom, for those of you who follow that product as well. So make sure and check that out. Had a great time talking with those guys. What's the website oh. for Hitting the Marks? <laughs> yeah, you nailed it right there, brother. It is hittingthemarks.com. 
That's right. And our friends at NDPW as well. They they put out amazing content at NDPW, including this. We absolutely yeah. love it and are so thankful for them. And even for our friends at hittingthemarks.com. So much great content over there as well. Lots of stuff from, uh, you know, Jargo, Michael Jargo, our friends over there, and from RBV as well. Absolutely fantastic stuff. I am so happy and privileged to be able to call all of these people from all of these networks, my friend, thank you so much to all of our fans, our followers, our listeners, our supporters. Without you guys, we would be absolutely nothing but two guys who were just spewing their own crap out onto the internet with absolutely nobody to listen, but you guys continue to listen and we love it. Mighty Joe, you got anything else to close this out today? I, I think I think I got all of it. Uh, I mean, I also produce a show on Lovers and Go Between Two Beers. Like, do it feels like it's getting to the point where I have to set aside like fifteen minutes at the end of these shows to make mention of everybody. We're all all over the place, doing lots of stuff, being busy doing this, and uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. Definitely. With that being said, everybody, make sure you tune in next week to hear more of the ramblings from Mighty Joe (laughs) and Carl Carafel on Turnbuckle Talk. that all to be the beat. As you can tell in the background, we are out celebrating. That is what we do here at HittingTheMarks.com. And I invite everyone to continue to tune in to Turnbuckle Talk, but check out all of our other shows. We have content, especially lit up by the flagship show. You can find that all at HittingTheMarks.com. Run.